Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, hey, Max. I'm excited. As usual, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 60. Holy 60. shit, we made it to 60. Jesus. And no. I, 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 consequently, I turned 60 last Oh, week. that's right. Yeah, wow. Six times, my man. Wow, it's all... 60 it's, years it was old. All, it was all meant to be. And we, we have a guest, Gabby Fitzpatrick. Oh, wait, no, we don't. Because nope, nope. she fucking bailed, she bailed on us. You know? Again, um, she's but, waiting for a better class of podcast. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will get her in. No, she's actually. No, we will never get her in. You're right, Dad. No, she's um, actually buried in uh, finishing her finals. You know her uh, her thesis. So uh, her education has cost me and her mother a fortune. So <laughs> I'm going to encourage that. Mm-hmm. I uh, know what I'm excited about is after you know a year, almost a year of waiting since the uh, end of filming Patriot. Yep. Uh, the new season is out. The new season is out, and uh, and it's a fucking masterpiece. It's amazing. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's just so great. I I, uh, I never thought he'd be able to top one. You know, season one. I mean, I, he, I didn't know. Has. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know what what to expect until I I got to Paris and I uh, got to see a month of shooting and I knew I knew right then and there it was going to surpass uh the whole first season just just based on the scenes I was seeing alone and um yeah everyone I mean, is so good in it amen it's i um amen. top to bottom uh, just knock out yeah, work by yeah, everyone i mean Dorman, you Thank you, sir. You were in the first episode of uh, American Dimes, and it's sort of centered around your character. Yeah, I, I, I really, uh, I was really absolutely fatutsed in yeah. a way that I, I got, kind of got to open the season. Yeah, and I'm happy we get to spoil some things, because there's this amazing opener with you um, in this, like, kind of montage sequence there, uh, where they're doing a lot of split screens. And yeah, there's this guitar riff going on, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's really emotional. I almost, yeah. I kind of did tear up when I saw it. Yeah, so it you was, bitched yeah, up a little bit. It was pretty. It was pretty. Oh, crazy. all right. I moved my son. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. Yeah, I mean, I remember the day we shot those, and. I didn't think that that was going to be opening the season, you know, and I, I, I didn't know. I mean, we didn't, this uh, season of Patriot, we didn't shoot in sequence. No. You know, we, we jumped Did you all shoot over in sequence place. last season? I think in, yeah, I think for some of it, um, except for the stuff that shot overseas, you do know. You th do you think... Do you think Steve saved the hardest scenes for like around that last month when I was there, or for the beginning of the the first two months? I mean, um, I, not to say that like like the stuff I saw, you know, it, it all looked hard. That's why I'm thinking he got hard, the hard. But then I'm yeah. thinking about it. I go, a lot of that was hard. So I guess Max, all of it. Was I'm hard. telling you, it was all hard. That that yeah. whole part where. You know, me and Chernus and Chris are are going down those stairs, having that discussion about going to Paris. Yeah. Um, that was hard. I mean, the, the, it was an incredible amount of blocking and choreography and and stuff. To so, apologies, which exact scene is this? You know, the scene where me 
uh, Chernus and Chris. Oh, on. oh, oh, when you're on the stair set. Yeah, in Stolen Luxembourg. That's in episode about, three. Y- yeah. And you you know, were, we don't want to give any spoilers away. We're, are you sure? Because I want to, because I want to, because I have a line. Oh, yeah. That's the okay. three fucketeers. Three fucketeers. I could say that, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. The, the, he needs real help. Is he a great needs, scene. He needs something more than the th- three fucketeers. Yeah, know? well. I mean, but but even like just the three of you, Chernus, yeah, Chris, and, and you, just are, are well, totally so, three different people. Yeah, but it's so brilliant. And just written. the way you guys come together, each and, guy, and that stupid music that starts playing yeah. in the background. Each guy, what's the basis of your plan? You know, it's a, there, there's just uh, uh, some. What was the basis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lo- and I love how stuff comes back around. So if you haven't seen uh, the first season of Patriot, oh, be, God, sure, watch it. be sure to watch that because you'll be... I-, I would say you could watch the second season and still be entertained and still Absolutely. love the show, yeah. but... You're not going to catch a lot of the, yeah. you know, the little small special things that Steve slips in that writing there. You know, also, I got to tell you, uh, Chris Conrad, absolutely stellar this season. and He's, he's so hilarious. Absolute comedic gold. Yeah. Um, I mean, he should absolutely be a comic leading man. He's so I mean, bright, there should be like know. a spinoff for Dennis. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a Dennis, Dennis show. could be his own show, you know, and... Uh, and Cool Rick, Chernus, yeah. he could be his own show. Well, I, and you know who you else know, blew Chern- me Chernus is, is just amazing to watch in, oh, yeah. in He's anything, just man. so that skilled. easy. Yeah, uh, so crazy skilled. Just, just, uh, you know, yeah, just everything. Every, that guy's You know who also money, but, really... But really, Dorman is, is, is very oh, killer, yeah. too. And it, those, those three jump well, right in and, my head. And Kathleen Monroe. You know, all oh, the women on the show. Wife, Kathleen Monroe amazing. Is, is amazing. Aliette and Deborah Winger. So good. And then, yeah, know? and then what I was about to say, Deborah Winger. Yeah. You know, I saw her probably my second day on set. Yeah. And I was like, wow, she's really cool. <laughs> like, like oh, yeah. on yeah. and off set. She was no, just Deborah very, was great. Deborah was like one of the guys. Very you cool know, person, I mean, Deborah, yeah. you, you know, like sit right in the middle of the table. With the crew and all mm-hmm. the guys, and yeah. swap them dirty story for dirty story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Deborah Winger's one of us. You yeah, know? she's she's all right. She's you yeah, know? she was really cool and uh, uh, just really nice at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, as humorous and as maybe intimidating she can appear uh, from the outside. She's very she's very warm person once really? you, once you start talking to her. And uh, just the scenes with her and and Terry O'Quinn. Uh huh. Because you can tell Terry O'Quinn's character, he's a little. A little afraid of Bernice Tavner, who is uh, his wife, mm-hmm. ex-wife in season yeah. two, yeah. who's also the Secretary of Transportation for the United States. Yeah. So, um, you know, watch the show. It is just so, so good. Yeah. It's, I, I am so blessed. I'm sure so we're going to be talking part of more it. about it. You know, we yeah, have a couple I mean, more guests uh, in the canon there from, from the Paris recordings. Yeah. Uh, we obviously have some, some people that we're tracking down for, for some you episodes. You bet we are. You bet we are. We're going to get them all. Yeah. You know? So th- those are, those are coming soon. Um, I have some questions from Rochambeau. Do Rochambeau, we, do we wanna, my man, yeah. Should we save those for last? No. We, are they about Patriot? No, no. I just, I think they would be good to end on. I think we should okay, end well, on Okay, well, tell me what 
one of them is about. Anyway. Okay, well, okay, I'll read one of them. Uh, we love Rochambeau. He's yeah. our one listener. Well, this is what this is. Yeah, more <laughs> Rochambeau, more Rochambeau questions. We there. used to have two listeners: Chris's mom and Rochambeau. Yeah. Tony, I get a kick out of hearing you mention me on the show. I might be the <laughs> the only one with questions because there are several hoops to jump through to do so. The Tumblr is not the most user friendly. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, that's, is that the problem? That that's we good can't to know. Get... Yeah, no, no, that's good to know, though. Anyway, my scariest movie is the original Night of the Living Dead. I guess he's responding to our top five horror yeah. movies. I saw it with my mom in the mid 70s, WGN 1030 movie. I was 14, and it scared the bejesus out of us. Yeah, it's a great scary. bonding moment for us, though. Number two for me is Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Creepy as fuck and very realistic. Oh, yeah. amen, man. I would, Rochambeau, I would say you're very on point with uh, all of these. Yeah. We love George A. Romero, and uh, we love... Did George Romero die this Night year? Night of the Living Dead. He died recently. Yeah, yeah. which which is a real uh, heartbreaking yeah. passage in American filmmaking. I yeah, well, George I mean, he was, he, he was probably... Probably the top. He's in the top five of like horror movie. Oh, amen, man. Directors, I mean, right? The I Living mean, Dead. I mean, you know, he's on the Mount Rushmore there, right? Yeah. Him, Carpenter, McNaughton, and uh, Wes Craven. Yeah, just Wes, throw him in there. Wes is there. You know, we're just gonna ignore the other greats, no. Alfred Hitchcock, and all that. Well, for, for <laughs> we're just gonna make ourselves Mount Rushmore for American horror movies. Yeah. Uh, you know Hitchcock is a is a Brit. You know, I yeah. mean, we're not. No, 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 no. Wrong, yeah, but... you're right. You're right. And and honestly, he was much more than just like horror. Yeah, movies. yeah. I mean, and, he was more psychological thrillers. And, and not to say that no one was, uh, no one else in that. Like, I think Carpenter was bigger than horror movies as well. Oh, and, McNaughton, and McNaughton, totally, definitely, totally. But, but, I mean, uh, but those are my fucking guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those mean, are the guys. You know the thing. I mean, the thing is maybe the scariest We've movie I've about ever the thing. seen. The original. We've talked about the thing so many times this these past three we, three months. I wonder if because we could get John good. Carpenter on this show. Ha <laughs> ha! Woo! Let's do it. You know, let's I, campaign. I, he seems he seems like a like an accessible guy. If anyone has his email, we got to know somebody. We got knows, we got money you know. for his email. You know, I love the guy. Yeah. I mean, if anyone has any information, what was the one where Alice Cooper's in it, and uh, a John Carpenter movie? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Ooh, I don't know. He, he uh, like kills somebody with a bicycle. Um, runs the bicycle frame right through him. Hmm. It's a thing of beauty. Um, right around the same time as they live. Okay, let me. Let me let me let me yeah. research here. Alice Cooper and John Carpenter. Is it Prince of Darkness? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. And Donald Pleasance is in it. Yeah, you bet. Dude, Donald he Pleasance loves one, Donald he, Pleasance. He took one look at John Carpenter and thought, "There's my meal ticket." Now. You know? <laughs> Seriously. <Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna eat a lot of sandwiches. And then he looked at that. He looked at him, and then he goes. Oh, and they want me for Halloween 4 and 5 and 6. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to eat a lot of sandwiches with God, this guy. He's so bad in Halloween 5. 
and and he's so bad in four and five. But he's, really, he's such a great actor. It doesn't, well, was, it doesn't matter. You but know, he was like ten, I mean, ten days older than Dirt when he did well, those. Well, here's the weird part about why I say that is. Um, I always think he's a really great actor, like when I think about like the ending of the first one, you know, when he or looks the great down. escape or any number of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously that escape from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm talking about is the difference between him in Halloween one and even two versus him in Halloween four and five and six. Well, six he's really old, so it's kind of hard to watch him in general. But but four but four and five Max friend of the old person <laughs> four and five he's less disciplined. It's hard to watch the old people. Jesus no no Christ. no no. I mean he's just he's just it's just he's good, but he's just. It's well, just how's it man. written? I mean, are the words in four there and for five? Him? Okay, so for example, this is what I'm saying. It, it, like this is the pure example of how he's. I think he's a little less disciplined in in four and five. I, in the first one, the ending, he looks down. He's completely quiet, and he's completely, you know, he's he knew this was going to happen, and mm-hmm. he said he said to John Carpenter, he goes, "I can play this scene in two ways. I can play it that way, the I knew this was going to happen, or I can go, you know, oh my God, I can't believe it, I shot mm-hmm. him, so he's alive, all this." And he chose obviously the better choice yeah. in, in being quiet, and it's a lot more creepier. In Halloween four and five, he is constantly going, Oh my god, die, well, die. You know, I mean die, how many fucking die. times can you kill a guy? You know? It's yeah. like I guess it was, know, I guess he's gotta be to he's gotta like, be driven do, a little more crazy. Do a fucking but, backflip or I don't know. You know. That's those are just my ten cents on yeah, Donald I mean, Pleasance. Donald Pleasance had a long, distinguished career. Yeah, and, uh, and he's great in a lot. He's you know, another thing is in Prince of Darkness. Know that that a couple of those Halloweens should have never got made. You know, five, six specifically yeah. should not have gotten made. The fourth one is all right. Now, the how was the new okay. one with middle age? We, ta- we, ta- we talked. We talked about this. I liked it. I liked it. It completely ignores every scene. You, but I, you we're going and, we're going backwards here. You went I liked and it. paid money to go see it, right? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it in the Dolby Theater thing. So like your seats move and shit, and, yeah. and the sound is really good. They bring you drink and stuff, or uh, no, no, okay. <laughs> but you know, it's not um, it's not Webster. Yeah, no. What what's the last thing I saw? Oh, I went to see. I like revenge movies, so I went and saw Equalizer two. At the movies, and uh, I just never get sick of Denzel killing assholes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, towards the end of the year, we're going to have to come up with our, our like, top five Top movies. five of, yeah. of 2018 movies, music. And I'll be honest, I'm 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 struggling. I'm struggling to get. I I started to think about that. I'm like, I don't think I have five a full five for any category right now. I have a full five for music. Okay, well, know. well, let's um, let, no, no, no. Let's not talk. Let's yeah. Let's, let's speaking of new music. You know, by the way, that. uh, Jeff Tweedy's new record comes out tomorrow. Warm. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's. I think it's his. I think it might be his first solo record, uh, by himself. I'm right. not sure. But, right. Um, uh, you know, the more I hear Tweedy, the bigger a fan I become. You know, 
Um, I like Wilco. Yeah, yeah I don't so. love Wilco. You know, like like all those other, like all those well, people know, who are like, I love I kinda, Wilco. I kind of do. They're now. my life, and it's like, okay, guy, see you later. I, I, I kind of do now. They're they're great. I mean, they've grown on me. Uh, man, it just it, extreme fans of anything just suck. Yeah, and I th- and I can definitely see Wilco fans. Just, just, just ruining your experience of trying to listen to them. Like um, I can see someone being like, "Well, I was gonna listen to these guys, but their fan base just turned me away." Like any, like any fan base. Like I, I think any extremist fan base. I, I, you know, as you get older, Wilco makes more and more sense. They resonate. I'm sure more they more. do. I, I they Especially made sense. They made age, sense to me at you know? 13. So yeah. I, I, you know. But um, in particular, I I just love Tweedy's songwriting. You know, and, yeah, he's really good. He's I mean, yeah, he's I mean, probably got... one of the best musicians <clears throat> to ever yeah. come out of Chicago ever. Um, but and lot, he's also you know... put on a lot of young talent. He I remember oh, he bet, pr- he produced uh, the Kids These Days album way back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. And that was that was huge for them. And Mavis Staples, and then resurrected uh, a, a Woody Gut, a bunch of Woody Guthrie songs. Yeah, uh, Mermaid he, Avenue. He, he's quietly yeah, I mean, Jeff, he's yeah. quietly been a serious support of um, a real of Chicago's a, music scene. Been a real statesman for songwriting individual. Um, yeah, in, you know, where wherever the case, Mavis Staples, and you know. Woody Guthrie, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, you know, I, I like him. The more, the more I hear him, the more I like him. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, he's unquestionably, yeah. but um, um, a legend in this city. Uh, my, my, what were you saying? My list for the end of the year. Uh, I got five good books. I know that I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have those books. Um, I'm not. Re- I'm not reading any books that came out in 2018. You've been reading Turn nothing that but Elmore. You've been reading nothing but. Oh, more Leonard. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading Stick right now. Oh, Stick that's is a great book. Stick is great. Stick's the best. Yeah. Man. Well, Elmore Leonard's just great. You know, he. Uh, I hope to God, um, swag and Stick can get made under the right um, under the right direction. Yeah. Maybe we should make it. Directed by the Fitzpatricks. I would love swag. The swag. I, yeah. I I love that fucking story. I mean, Frank Ryan, man. Frank Ryan's one of my heroes. Frank Ryan. Ten rolls. Well, here we are. Stick. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, swag is. I mean, so so far, from what I've been reading, I I've been enjoying. I've pro. I will probably like swag better than stick because swag is just. Well, stick. They made a movie out of it, and, and don't see it. I, I, yeah, yeah. And don't and don't give away anything. No, that goes no, on I won't. Because but, I, I'm but, not. What, what, I'm not terribly far into the book just yet. But you know, at the time they made that movie, they had the right guy to play Ernest Stickley. You know, they had Burt Reynolds before he was old. You know, no, and, yeah, uh, yeah. No, and, but but stick is old. In stick, Ernest yeah, Stickley yeah, exactly. is old in yeah, stick, yeah, and he's that's already the thing. done it, a big stretch in it, prison. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I feel like. I feel like um, when I think of his character, I keep getting the image of Robert De Niro from Jackie Brown in my head. Um, no. The, the I mean, he just—he desc- sort of describes him just like that in the yeah, book. Yeah, no. St- Ernest Tickley's way smarter. He's no, know? no, no. He's way smarter. I'm—I'm I'm not talking about mental 
I'm talking about you know physical appearance cast? that you this know, guy is describing. You know who I would cast? Clooney. Yeah, but Clooney... You know, somebody kind of slick and Clooney's smart already and, been in a... Um, yeah, one of the best out of ones. Sight. Out of sight. One of the best ones. Probably, there's only. I think there's only two good... Three good. Uh, there's three good ones. Maybe there's four good if you want to count. Jackie Brown. Be cool. Get Shorty's uh, good. Get Shorty's great. Be cool has its moments. I, I don't hate Be cool. I really like I the rock. I don't either, be just cool. because um, the rock and be cool is hilarious. Such funny shit. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah, there like, there is some good stuff in there. It um, doesn't lose its touch totally. Uh, like there's some movies where you're like, this is yeah, an no, Elmore Leonard book. Yeah, <clears throat> the big bounce. I liked Fifty Two Pickup. Greg loves the big bounce. Oh man, don't talk to him. Greg loves the big bounce. Fifty Two Pickup with uh, uh, Roy Scheider and uh, Anne Margaret. That's and, an old one, though, right? Yeah, it was from the late eighties. Yeah, uh, but they did a lot of shit. They did a lot of shit adaptations of his. Like, there's, so, I think there's more shit than good. Like, remember the Karen Cisco show? It's like, yeah, but Carla Gugino was in it, and she was great, and Robert Forster was in it. It was just some TBS looking ass show, dude. It was like you yeah, gotta this week it on TBS. Chance. Yeah, Karen Cisco does it again. That's not Elmore Leonard's fault. And that's no, not it's not. It's not fault, his fault. I'm know? just saying there's a lot of horrible. Yeah, adaptations. but remember that he also wrote 310 to Yuma. You know, he wrote uh, Ombre. I mean, there's a lot of Elmore. Mr. Majestic. How's that as a movie? I love that fucking movie. It's a good movie? Fuck yeah. I've never seen it. I always wanted to. Charles Bronson. No, I I know, I know, know? I know, I know, but I just, I've never seen it. It's really good. It's like a little uh, kind of drive-in movie. They didn't spend a lot of money, except they gave Charles Bronson a big chunk because he was a big star. Then it was right after Death Wish. Yeah. Do you remember when we saw the big bounce in theaters? No, I never saw the big bounce. No, we bounce saw in the big theater. bounce in theaters. Yeah, we did. Is it, was this You're, with Owen Wilson? Yeah. Oh, it sucked. Morgan Freeman, Harry yeah. Dean Stanton, oh, isn't it? It's fucking awful. It's not good. And it's Greg Meltzer's favorite movie. Why? The big bounce. I don't know. I just wanted to put Greg it Greg must there. have twisted up a fucking huge fatty before he went in there. <laughs> Yeah, in sixth grade, when when we were yeah. twisting up huge patties <laughs> in sixth grade. Hey, from what I hear, I, I, I wasn't far from the truth there. When did you start twisting up big fatties? Eighth grade. We've talked about this. This is an episode. Yes, we have. This is an episode. <laughs> this is an episode three. So go back to there. I don't have to. I don't have to talk about my timeline of marijuana. Um, uh, we, we were going to talk about something. Christmas shopping. Christmas shopping is it okay? Yeah. How much are we gonna? How much are we gonna talk about this? Let's see. You know, I'm gonna get you a present. I'm gonna get mom a present, and I might get Gabby a present. But after this uh, no show, oh really? I don't think. I think think I'll get her a nice lump of coal. You're gonna be a tool about this. You're not gonna get her uh, a birthday present or a Christmas present. Maybe okay. I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give her a nice huge box, and inside is gonna be an invitation to be a guest. Once again on our show, because <laughs> now, now it's a gift. Um, you know what? She's finishing her thesis, and I want her to finish college because it costs a goddamn fortune. <laughs> you know, it's time. All right. Um, she's still getting a, a guest pass to our show. For I, I remember, like last year, I just gave you a check, and I felt like a dick about it. You know. I but didn't I don't, care. I don't no, see... I liked the check. I didn't like the size 11 and a half 
orange vans that my mom and my sister got me. Never, we should cut this out. I, I sound, <laughs> yeah, no I sound shit. so I sound so you like a real dick. No, but they're the wrong size. They're the wrong size. And they're shoe. fucking orange. By, by one and a half size, and then they're orange. <laughs> yeah. You know this is this is what I hated about. I'm sorry. I didn't. I held my tongue for a very long time, and now I just now I have to say that I just. Yeah, no, I'm, I didn't like. I didn't like it. I didn't because like I think I'm. I think I'm just gonna either give you gift cards or another check. You know, I. I you uh, know what? Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that. Yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I feel kind of assy about it. But... Yeah, <coughs> but I'm not about, that assy. I don't know? know if mom's gonna be listening to this, so I'm thinking about getting her. I'm thinking about getting her like a Roomba. A what? A Roomba. Like the 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 robot vacuum cleaner. Really, that's a suck gift. That's, that's a suck like, gift. That's pretty awesome. No, no I want one. Yeah. <laughs> For what? First of all, you don't vacuum. It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It cleans up everything. It just cleans up everything. Why don't you get Throughout her like? The week. Uh, why don't you get her like a nice scarf or you know like a, a trip? Dude, somewhere. I get her a scarf once every Christmas. Like when I run out of an idea, it's like it's like it's not scarf year. Just go and buy a fucking Hermes scarf, man. There's no woman in the world who does not like Hermes. You know what's the difference between a scarf? That you wear for two months, three months, versus a Roomba that you're going to use for the rest <laughs> yeah. of your life. Uh, first of all, um, the Roombas just kind of freak me out. You know, it's like the fucking Jetsons. So you know? it's your bias. Oh, uh, your bias is against the Don't Roomba. Get your mom an appliance to clean the fucking house with. She's not going to be cleaning it. The Roomba is going to be cleaning <laughs> the it. Roomba. The Roomba is going to be cleaning it. Way that's the point. She'll never have to clean the floor ever again. I think you way overestimate uh, the capability of the Roomba. You know. I think you know what you got something against technology. This is the kind no, of guy who tries to battle Google Maps, ladies and gentlemen. He he looks at Google Maps. and He goes, "No, there's no way a satellite in the sky that it is it, it sees all of the traffic overhead." Oh, for the U- is, Uber is, is is correct over me. Not you, no, not for Uber. You uh, diss technology. On occasion, when when the Uber wants to put you on the fucking Kennedy, when his asshole to elbow in traffic, and you can just go down Western Avenue to Grand Avenue and Grand Avenue over, boom, you're there. Um, no, I, I'm believe me. Half the times the so GPS, you, the GPS, and the fucking you're arguing with the satellite that is looking sky over Siri, the, whoever is looking the fuck that over is. the city. Can see everything that you cannot see, and they're telling us the fastest route, and you still I, don't believe. And it. very often, it's not. You're a liar. It's uh, it's also because you know what's liar. funny. You know what's You're funny. A liar. When I'm doing the GPS, I beat the time. When it says I get there in 15 minutes, I get there in 13, 14. Minutes. Okay. Well, pin a fucking medal on you. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a you're arguing. You're arguing robots. Okay, well, uh, I guess it's Roomba and Uber. Um, Roomba so and, get, G- and Google Maps. You're going to get your Maps. mom a Roomba? I mean, I, I, I haven't, I haven't confirmed. Cooler. I haven't confirmed this. 
you know, get her get her like a cool, uh, you know, cool pair of gloves or a cool hat or something or something nice, you know, a fucking Roomba. Dude, what is the di- you're talking about gloves? Yeah. What's so cool about fucking gloves? They keep your hands warm. Do you know how many gloves we have at the house? I still couldn't find a, lot. a pair that fit uh, me because yeah, you fucking cowboy. I gave them. it. I gave them back you to you. Fucking took I gave them. your stupid gloves back to you. No, you know so what? I can get I, my cooler gloves. I gave a hundred bucks to the Humane Society just to get those fucking gloves. Because okay, I told them, and you got them now. And I told the lady now. on the phone. I said, you know, you probably don't make them big enough for my hands. She goes, oh no, we got some big hand motherfuckers. So they fit me perfectly. So I, well, I don't you know. you got big hands. Like I me. got big hands. Yeah. I got Jordan hands. So, um, you know, and finally I'm looking around for my gloves, and you fucking have them. You got like three, four different pairs of gloves. So, okay, and that yeah, and that experience, which, by the and way, that experience beats beats the Roomba experience. You, oh, oh, I lost my other glove. Looks like I can only wear one glove. Oh, well, at least I gotta vacuum my uh my kitchen today. I, I don't. You don't get it, do you? I don't you? understand any of that. Like, oh, you'll get a pair of gloves instead of the Roomba. You're going to lose your glove. Imagine if you lost your glove and you could have had a Roomba. Imagine being mom and she can't find her other glove that I got her. Like, say she misplaces her other glove. Would you buy fucking stocks? So she's got one glove and she still has to vacuum the floor. And, And I, you know, I'm just saying Roomba. Or you could send her a note that says, I'm going to vacuum the floor for the next year. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I yeah. bet you'd like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But you know it'd be cooler. What? If a robot did it and we all didn't have to worry about that shit. Personally, I think you got money in Roomba. I think you bought some stock in Roomba. What who cares if I did? It's going up. How Regardless many, if I many, get one or not, it's going up. How many fucking times have we said Roomba on this podcast? Roomba. Roomba. Um, so uh oh. Yeah, oh. so I think it's it's. Like, what are you getting, Mom? Let me guess. Really gloves? Hard. No. Scarf? Nope. It's not gonna beat my Roomba. I think. Let's have a bet. I think I'm probably gonna get. I'm her. gonna get the coolest present for Mom this year, and okay, I've already on. and I've already partially revealed it. What do you want to bet on? Mm. How much you want to bet? I don't know. Want to bet a C note? No. Let's bet twenty bucks. That I'm going to get the coolest present. Yeah. You want to bet lunch? Mm, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I, may, I, I maybe don't, I don't you, know what I want to bet. Maybe if you personally personalize the Roomba, like, you know, painted all kinds of cool I love mom shit on it. Uh why don't you why don't you paint on the room, bud? No. <laughs> why don't you go paint on the room? You know, we're we're burning a lot of time in the fucking yeah. Roomba here. Well it's um, you know, it's a good time filler and I think people I think people should chime in and and, and, and by tell, the way convince me that the Roomba's not cool. Exactly. Come on. Who wants to fight? Hey, right. uh, this weekend <laughs> we're open for the for the questions on the this Roomba. This weekend for the first time I'm doing the Renegade Craft Fair. What is that? I got some new posters out. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, people were on me to make a poster of the the elephant and uh, and you can find those two new posters, elephant pictures and autumn saint at, at tonyfitzpatrick.co. Tony 
That's .co. Yeah, I mean... Whoever owns TonyFitzpatrick.com, fuck you. Fuck you. With For a real, sharp though. stick. For real, though. With a sharp stick, motherfucker. Yeah, but... Um, uh, y- no, the... Uh, I, w- I released them on Black Friday. This was my big marketing genius uh, ploy. And, yeah. and we actually sold some, but I was thinking... You know, why go to Walmart and get fucking kidney punched over a Furby or a fucking Grand Theft Auto or a a flat screen on Black Friday? Uh, You know, just stay home. Hit TonyFitzpatrick.co. You get a signed poster. It shows up at your house. You can do this from the fucking couch. You don't even have to go anywhere. You know what else you can do from the couch? Buy a Roomba. (laughs) (laughs) Um so yeah, no, I the Renegade Craft Fair. What yeah. what is what is going to be there? Your posters, your uh, my posters, buttons, any work uh, or just no? Just, I'm not bringing just, any original just merchandise. Work. I'm not bringing any any original work. I mean, okay. I think Renegade Craft Fair is for pretty much people who are not rich, you know, mm-hmm. don't have any scads of money to spend on yeah. stuff. I think posters. The guys who do my posters did the Lollapalooza posters. Yeah. So they're really beautifully printed. Oh, okay. Really great paper. And that's Yes Packaging? Yeah. Our man Jerry Cox, who is a really, really good guy. Yeah. And a Sox fan. And he probably owns a Roomba. I doubt he owns a Roomba. He's got a gigantic uh, square foot um, space on Iron Street on the south side by beautiful Comiskey Park. Oh, you mean Guaranteed Rate Field? Yeah, we don't call it that. We call it Comiskey Park. Oh, you mean U.S. Cellular Field, uh, now Guaranteed Rate Field. No, we call it Comiskey Park. Guaranteed Rate Field. I love that name. Yeah. I love that name. (laughs) It's like Bail Bonds Field. field, uh, I think that would be a better name than that, but... um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I there's something about guaranteed rate field that is just so lovable to me. I remember when we went there two years ago or two, whatever last summer. Yeah, I'm just holding my beer cup and I just see the guaranteed rate logo and it's just so boring. It's just so whatever. But man, I just I love it. It's just so goofy that we just you know that's, the our, thing, that's our field. There's nowhere guaranteed to go rate. have. <laughs> There's nowhere to go hang out after the game unless you want to go to one of the little White Sox things in the park. and Like those bars across the street? Yeah, yeah there's not they're a lot. just to connect but it you to know the what? park, literally. I, I, can't sp- I can't speak down on that because it's like a lot of those people live in the neighborhood, so they're going back home anyway. They're going to their yeah. friend's house to do something anyway. But so. there used to be like shawlers and there yeah. used to be, you know, the Hickory Pit. But and... the same, but it's the same deal with the United Center. I mean, where do you go? Billy Goat? Like, yeah. th- th- there's not a lot of places I mean, to Sox go Park, there. You just can run to your fucking car afterwards, you know? It's yeah. Like... I mean, look, not everyone, not every field, not every place can be like Wrigleyville, where it has all this stuff. And Wrigleyville's and... Just, Wrigleyville, Ricketsville is just kind of fucking annoying at this point. It is. You know, it's like, it is. But you know what, man? It's, it's like Orlando. Remember when we took you and cool Gabby to, to Orlando? It's cool to see an improved field without the stadium physically changing. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, you have all these nice modern, uh, not even nice, like just the modern stuff around it. And, yeah. and it's like, it's really corporate and shit. A lot but, of dog shit. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, the field's still there. The neighborhood is as still long as you get kind in, of breathing. I, it, I yeah. like it. I, as long as you get in the park. You're you're okay. Everyone you know? can get in the park. I mean, yeah. it's like yeah, there's going to be a long line at first, just but a, it's just it it goes quick. It goes quick. It it's not that bad. Yeah, I actually a, love the Wrigleyville just a goofy, experience when really? when I go to baseball games. If I'm not going to a baseball game, and if I'm just trying to get somewhere, it sucks I hate ass. it. But yeah. yeah, but if I'm going there for those and. For the intention of like having a good time, I can usually do that. It's kind of like fucking Disney World, though, you know. It's like, yeah, oh, it's yeah, it does have that yeah. vibe, but Disney World is like ten times worse. I remember taking you and Gabby, there, oh, and I God. remember you, you, you looking at me going, "How come the only thing we can get on TV are Disney movies?" No, I got smack, I got smacked down somehow. I somehow got smacked down. You had to WWE. get your wrestling back. Yeah, then, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I was praying that it was going to be on TV because the only thing that was on was CNN or or, or like cartoons. I'm like, well, no, Disney. Then I figured out shit, they had you know. UPN, and I'm like, they got it. They gotta have SmackDown. Remember UPN? <laughs> UPN. Yeah, I remember UPN. And I'm just like, they gotta have it, and they had it, and uh, it's a great show. Or it was, or it's you know, it was wrestling. Wrestling used to be great. So Res- let's let's move on to Rochambeau's other okay. questions. Okay, okay. Well, this will be this will be the closer here. Anything left you want to say about Renegade uh, Art Fair? I'm, I kind of cut you out. With I'm my... d- no, I'm just kind of curious as to what the experience is like. I've I've never done it before. I know lots of people have done it. Who really like it. Mm-hmm. It's in Bridgeport. It's in Bridgeport. Chris yeah. will visit me. Uh, and they, it, you got to kind of bring your own food in, though. You know, to last all day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I think it's from like eleven to six, both Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Okay. And uh, you got to get there really. It's just I I've never done this, you know. Yeah. I thought it, it's kind of a cool thing to do. It sounds like, cool. I've gone to it. It used to be on Division Street. Remember? No. No. I think I brought you once when you were little. I don't remember. No, you didn't go with me. Might have been Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. Came Did you get me, me shirts from there? Yeah, I got you some cool T-shirts, like the safety pin shirt. Yeah, I got you that and some other. Uh, it's like a safety pin shirt. There was some like, other cool there shirt. Was a Your blue mother... shirt with birds on it, like it was like a light blue aqua shirt with like maroon birds. Yeah, it was for Threadless. Threadless yeah. had a table, and it's a great shirt. But now I can't wear it because. I have like a a bird tattoo, and it just it, uh, like if I wear that with the bird shirt, it just it looks like I'm you can like never have too many birds. It, no, he, that's where you're wrong. If you have a bird shirt with a bird tattoo, you look a little look like a dick. Look a little weird. You look like Birdman. Huh. Um. So <laughs> you look like Birdman. So you uh. So yeah, I'm gonna you do ready this this for, weekend. Yeah, okay, you're ready for, for Renegade. Oh, again, yeah. Rochambeau. Rochambeau eleven said, "Hey dudes, loving the show. Thank you. When I get a notification for a new show, it makes my day. Thank you. So I'm barely younger than Tony and have a 26 year old son who is an only child." 
We have a solid relationship, but nothing like the closeness that you guys seem to have going on. You guys seem to be able to discuss just about anything. My burning question is, has it always been this way or were there times of difficulty? Man, dude, that's such a deep question. It's probably the deepest question we're ever going to have to answer on the show. So Rochambeau11, thank you for the kind words and thank you for the the huge question. But I don't think we ever had, like, you know, the standoffs I had with my father, you know? No, I don't uh, think so, the way you describe it. But but I can take it from here. I mean, dude, first of all, I think... You know what we're doing is a, is a special thing, but I I think that sometimes you know the things that we seem to post on the internet and, and social media, we kind of display ourselves as like this perfect family, this perfect um, uh, father son combo. And oh, I, no, I just want to fucking argue. Yeah, no, I just want to let it be said that we are not perfect. Uh, people by any means (laughs) and uh you know there's times when we're going into this booth before a podcast and we have we have argued with each other about certain things and some but we have to you know we have to obviously do the show pick it up and get along and do the show but i mean there's so many times where we're at odds and and well we come here separately no matter whether you got your car yeah yeah and we because i i uh uh, I'm not a great passenger. Yeah, you know? you're a so, backseat driver. So yeah. sometimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, so and Max and Max does not like any horseshit while it, he's driving. Yeah, and has it always been this way? I mean, it's always been this way in terms of yeah. I mean, we're we're very we're very close. We're very yeah. you know we're very we're very tight knit. But oh my god, have we had our? Oh, do we fucking argue? Have Jesus we had our arguments? Christ. Have we had our problems? Yes, yes. And and don't ever think that like. Like your, you know, your relationship uh, with your son yeah. is, suffers next to ours. Yeah, believe me, it doesn't. It, you know, there's no way that there's. I mean, there's always got to be a time we both in have people's the, lives where they're not yeah. on the same page. And yeah, we both yeah. have the capacity to be fuckheads. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. I mean, I think I think what what this really. I love answering this question because it's like, don't believe everything you see on 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 social media, including us. I yeah. mean, we, I mean, yes. Do do we want to come off as as a a great father and son duo? Most definitely. But do we want Absolutely, to man. lie to people and say that we have no problems? No, not no, at all. Uh, we've had plenty, and uh, you know, obviously, we're pretty good at squashing it. And, and and getting over it right away, but um, I mean we we we've never had those riffs that create uh, you know that we can't talk to each other. We yeah, can't, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we have dust ups, we have flare ups. It's like you know, we're an Irish family. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we uh, scream at each yeah. other to. To talk and it's like we I forget remember, everything um, but the grudges. <laughs> I remember I lived in Santa Monica for oh so sh- brief amount of time. Uh, I remember I would wake up in the morning and I used to I used to wake up late as a, as a teenager, but I uh, I don't know. There's something about that like that sun blasting in your room and you yep. can wake up at like eight a.m. seven a.m. sometimes. 
So I'd wake up pretty early and I'd I'd be like talking, I guess I'd be talking pretty loud and I'd never realized how naturally loud I was mm-hmm. until I lived in Santa Monica cuz my uh roommate would always come down. My roommate was Jack Waldman, so shout out to Jack Waldman, but he'd be like, "Dude, you know, he goes, you scream in the morning, man." He goes, "You he goes, "You wake me up every morning." I go, "Dude, I'm sorry, man." And I realize that's when I realized is like I come from a family that like Love motherfuckers man. yells across the room to communicate, and it's not it's not a serious thing. But but I mean back to back to the question. Uh, yeah, I mean um, things have always sort of been this way, but this way is not is not has not been perfect ever, and there are uh, no, most it never is times and, of difficulty. And dude, in any family, it never is perfect. It's, no, you know, it's always uh, no, not at all. A family is a big uh, organism with many moving parts, and it's yeah. not all working in harmony all the time. So, what's the other question? That was it, man. The, I mean, that, and then I, I already read the. Uh, just he was just kind of talking about his uh, his favorite horror movies there. So it was that, and. Uh, and then this this question we just answered cool. right here. So yeah, Rochambeau, thank you, man. This is probably one of the most important questions we mm-hmm. will answer on this show, man. And uh, we certainly appreciate you. And also, thank you for letting us know of how hard it is to ask Get, questions yeah. on this on this platform. We will we will you find know, a better way. You know but what? please, Let's, I know a better way right now. We can tell people. Look, if you have a burning question for the Max and Tony show, you can send us a personal message yeah. on Facebook. Well, no, we'll figure something better out than Facebook. But but yeah, maybe. Also, put up links to my new posters yeah. so people don't think I'm lying about having new posters. Okay, I will. Um, but thank you, Rochambeau. Keep asking those questions, man. Yeah, amen. Yeah, right. and, and the rest of you, get on the stick. Rochambeau's leading the league. I think the end of the year we give Rochambeau a little present for always participating in the Max and Tony show. Well, yeah, if he wants to send our, uh, you know, our... Uh, Just send us an address and we'll send it in the yeah, mail. if he wants to send uh, personal information, we can give it off on the podcast later. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <sighs> All right, well. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done making bad jokes. All right. All right, kid. Out of Roomba jokes. See ya. <laughs> Take us out, kid. All right. Hey, guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 60th episode. 60, just like me. 60. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, Chris Bat of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. This week we will be opening for the Dime, Tony Fitzpatrick. Yes. Uh, Birdbath Birds, the Absinthe Birds from 7 to 10. December 7th, be there or be square. And Adventureland, Tom Bactel. And yes, Tom Bactel at Adventureland. Want to catch up on old episodes? Do you have any burning questions to ask Max or Tony? Then go to the MaxandTonyShow.com and then tune in next time for our 61st episode. 61. 
like Roger Maris' asterisk home run year.